Welcome to JM4 Tactical After Hours, where the doors are locked and the guns are cocked. We've got POP here, and what they stands for is preying on predators. And Jason Hack is with us, and so is Chad Mitchell. So we're going to be talking to them of how to help you identify a predator or when your child is being groomed online or um, whether it's it's out in, in the school or wherever wherever the situation is and how you can identify that and help you as a parent better protect your children um, now I'm glad to have y'all with us appreciate it thanks um, kind of let's talk about what I mean I know predators don't look like what we think they look like um, for instance I worked with a guy out at um, I can't say where I worked with him but uh I'd have never dreamed in my life that he was one. Well, the FBI kicked in his door, I think, two years ago. Um, and he's in prison for a long time. I mean, like a long time. And I don't want to give out names or anything, but knowing him, well, no, we weren't really good friends or anything, but knowing him and seeing him every day at work, I, w- I would have never dreamed that. I mean, it's just like, wow. And, and not only was it, you know, kids he was related to but there was other kids outside of that also and apparently he was on the black web and and had all kinds of pictures and things like that and i'd have never in my life would have dreamed this guy right you know that i've encountered every day would be do something like this so how do you how do me as a parent and us listeners as parents prevent that from happening i mean how do we identify is there is there a way Pay attention to your children. Uh, to today's age, uh, parents are too busy doing other things and not paying attention to their children and what they're doing in their rooms. Okay. I think that's a huge thing. You know, it's it's not stranger danger so much these days. It's it's not, you know, the, the creep at the, the playground. It's, like you said, it's people that are familiar. You know, grooming takes place. We can talk more about that. Um, but, yeah, it's just the better relationship you have with your children know what's going on you know make sure they're not isolating or things like that um because there's a lot of a lot of signs you can really be aware of if you educate your, your, yourself and your children now we're going to play a quick video of jack reynolds i come across that i sent that to y'all and it, it, the things he says of course he's got like 100 years in prison i mean the man is never getting out of it and what he did was you know unacceptable unforgivable and he needs to be in prison the rest of his life so we'll play that video real quick and he talks about grooming okay how did you get them alone grooming um i would check out their family situation i would check out their clothing to see how well they were you know financially i would check out their social interaction with other kids you know when we were on the ballparks or on on the gym floor you know i would make sure which ones i wanted to molest i would give them special attention congratulate them talk to them when i know that i would never be allowed to talk to anybody else you know aside from everybody i would give them the attention that an official is not supposed to give anybody and it made them feel like wow he's paying me attention you know it it is a direct form of grooming were there certain characteristics that you looked for in children before molesting them in children yes but more I also looked at their families 
if I thought the father was a threat, I would not approach the child. If I thought that the child had friends that he would tell, I would not approach him. If I thought the child had friends that were in the same capacity he was, I would approach him for the simple fact that if I could molest him, I could lure him into believing, grooming him into believing that he would enjoy it. And therefore, I could manipulate him into having his other friends come and be molested by me as well. So perhaps a, a, a child that doesn't really have a whole lot of friends, maybe not really a strong family, things like that. Yes, no spiritual values. Um, weak in education, you know, needs help in many ways. Um, even from uh, split parenting, you know, has a mother who may be having problems with the family, you know, well, here comes superhero in to help out, you know, wow, well, thank you very much. No problem. You ever need me to take him away for the night so you can have a night out? No problem. It works. He, he talks about grooming. He talks about looking for kids that don't have a strong male figure or father figure in their life. Um, what about a strong mother figure? You know, because I was raised with a single mom and um, my mother was a strong mother figure and she, she guided me always in the right direction. She was involved in my life. She did everything, you know, with me, baseball. Um, she, she was 100% there and she, you know, of course I was a little bit of a wild child, but <laughs> just a little bit. Um, but she did her best and, and she was always involved in everything I did. So, I mean, do you see any of that? As far as uh, a single a single mothers, when it comes to single mothers, it's a great topic, by the way, because mm -hmm. they are they are preyed upon because they have children. People, uh, these predators, will try to develop romantic relationships with these women so they could be with their children. Wow! Uh, you're talking about getting into a house, then you really get to groom this yes. guy. Once he's inside with this child, he can groom her. So, or him. I mean, don't get me wrong, both of them. Yeah, yeah, both, or, or, or you know, him and her. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so single moms definitely need to be watching out with what, what they let move into their home. and, and Who they're dating. I mean, you see, I hear so many times, boyfriends abusing these children. Wow. And that's not even, you know, they're not even married. They're just the boyfriends. Yeah. Moms bringing, you know, different guys around, you know, because they're dating. They, you know, they're doing their best to try to find out how to raise this kid right while trying to go on with their own life as well, you know, as far as looking for companionship and whatnot. Well, that, that's kind of what happened with the individual that I, I, I used to work with is they weren't his kids, but they were the girlfriend's kids that was living in. Um, he had, you know, cameras and things like that set up through the house that they found. And right. it, it was a horrible situation. I don't know what case but, you're talking about. I was there. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you talk about a sicko. Uh, yeah. It was, it was not just his kids but or his, his yeah. girlfriend's kids, but also the neighborhood kids. Yes. Friends. And, and friends' kids that, li that stayed the night over there. And yeah. it, it, was, it was a very disturbing situation. And I really... Um, I don't know how I would act to know that my child had been staying at another person's house, at a friend's house, and then come out 
later that they had been filming the kids mm-hmm. and they had not just their the 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 girlfriend's kids but the kids that were staying the night there and i don't know how i would want to react to that because i know i know how i want to react <laughs> but how i would react i mean because of the fact that that's that's you don't know if your kids on on one of those videos so you really got to watch where your kids and, and it's it's sad today that we have to know we have to know exactly what kids you know where they're going whose house they're staying at but you're still not 100 percent sure of what is actually going on in that home um it never can be it, it's it's sad the, the sad reality, like what Hack said, you, you can't. You know, no matter how hard you try to protect your kids, a lot of times you can't. Um, my child was 13, went on a youth camping trip with the church, and a guy, a 21 year old, exposed himself to her on a camping trip. And I'm grateful, honestly, he showed up when I got, because my daughter told me about it. And then I immediately called dispatch, and they told me it was a priority three call. <laughs> and I told them they're about to have a priority one call if they didn't show up, you know, because that's my daughter. You know? Yes. And Hag showed up, you know, and the guy went to prison, that kind of thing. And that's a whole other subject. But, I mean, it was a youth camping trip with her church, you know. And um, so you just never know. I did a, I did a little research the other day, and I, and I just typed in um, because I was looking for um, just coaches that, ab- uh, that sexually abused kids. And the amount of Google articles come up, and I was right. just like, holy crap. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Are you serious? I was just like. I just read through them. I was like, and that's, that's all it took was that one little Google search. And I'm going, the amount of coaches, the yeah. amount of, I mean, I'm not saying all coaches now. But right. I'm saying that we have to really watch. But, yes, I, I could see, you know, one trying to infiltrate a Little League team or a, a team of some sort with hockey or whatever because then they get more connected with a child or maybe a mother and a child and mm-hmm. things like that. It's like so, Jack Reynolds said, you know. He identifies the which ones and, and separates them from the herd, basically. Mm-hmm. He won't pay attention to these kids over here as much as he does the ones who really need it, the ones who feel special by it, that don't get it at home. And make them feel like yeah. they're accomplished and, and this, they're, they're being felt. You know, they, they have that sense of pride that somebody, an adult, is paying attention to them and that mm-hmm. they're doing great on the baseball field and they're doing, you know what I mean, high five. It's just – it's – endless you know i mean of the the things that these predators can can get involved in and i was watching a show the other night and it's a new one that come out it was a predator thing my wife has been wanting to watch it and i think there's a um a 30 year old lady dresses up like a 14 year and i'm sitting here thinking i don't know how fake this is because or how real that is because of the fact that um She's she's dressing up and they're doing a lot of stuff and they may be it may be a real show I'm not saying it is, but predators watch TV, predators train and I and we teach in our farms training classes home defense things like that. Bad guys train. Absolutely. If they're coming to your house, they're going to break in your house. They're they're they're. It's just like active threats. They train. They train. They train. They train. They have the same training that we have. And it's the same thing with a predator, is they train just like we train as parents to try to keep that from happening. They're getting the same information, the same knowledge. I mean, hell, they're going to listen to this podcast. Yeah, they will. I mean, they're... they're Tell them about the, the guy you had to have removed from that conference you were doing. Um, yeah, uh, one of the first conferences uh, we held at the cyber crimes, as a cyber crimes unit, uh, we were at 
the Southern Hills Church over on uh, Buffalo Gap. We got the crowds coming in. We're going to talk about praying on predators, or not praying on predators, but how to protect your children and whatnot. And uh, one of our very first cases in the cyber crimes unit, a uh, suspect walked in and sat in the crew, sat in the crowd. So he could learn more. Yeah, he could learn. He could learn how not to get caught. And they also work together online. They share manifestos, uh, how-to guides on how to groom, how to avoid detection, and what to say when you get caught. One thing that was interesting, like you said about Reynolds, though, he said that he doesn't address where there's male figures. You know, I mean, yes. they're cowards. You know, they hide behind keyboards, you know, or whatever, keyboards or whatever it might be. And I think FBI was to say like 500,000 predators are online each day. You know, and that's just crazy. I always say, and I learned it from Hack, is like wherever there's a chat room, it doesn't matter if it's Roblox or what. there's a predator in it most likely. And so you really got to watch what your kids are doing online. I mean, it might be a Roblox. You know, we think that's innocent, and it's not. You know, there, there's mm-hmm. a chat, and they can get a hold of your kids that way. Well, see, like my son, I, I go through his phone. Of course, he, I don't, I don't know exactly what happened or how he did it, but um, he can't do- download any apps unless he uses my Apple ID. I mean, right. everything that he does is connected to my That's phone. Um, but the, I guess there was a, a day or two there was a glitch there in Apple, and I didn't know anything about it, but he was able to dial, download Live360 and was sharing it with him and a bunch of kids at school got this Live360, and they were sharing their locations. And my wife comes out, and she's going, you realize your son's got Live360 on his phone? And I said, he better not have a lot of 360 on his phone. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I can track him through my Apple ID. Right. Um, so I immediately go in the house. I'm like, Casey, how'd you, you know, get this 360 on your phone? He goes, well, it was let me, it let me download it. I said, it let you download. So I went through his phone to make sure and tried to download it. Made me put in a password. I'm going, how did he download this? He's like, I don't know. He's like, I think there was a glitch. It just let me download the 360. Kids I'm going. Are, kids are smart. Man. I'm going. <laughs> so I'm immediately going in, changing my, you know, my Apple yep, ID yeah. password. I'm going. This, yeah, he's he knows something's <laughs> up. Um, but I don't think he lied to me because the kid's pretty smart. I mean, yeah. he did told me why well, I put in your you put in your password and out of you know. But he's like, you know, Sean Lee got mad, so I, you know, I deleted it. I deleted it, and right. I said, it better get deleted. Which we always hear when we runaways, the parents say, "Well, we have their phone, or they don't. They have a phone somehow. <laughs> you know, it's a yeah. burner phone or a tablet or something." But you know, kids are always. I mean, they're getting smarter and smarter each day too. And yeah. you know, my eleven-year-old can work my phone better than I can. You know, and so it's it's scary. It really yeah, is. It is. So. I mean, you. I mean, yeah. I mean, like our videographer over. I don't know anything about most of the stuff. He's yeah. trying to get everything done, but he's younger than me. So right. I mean, but yeah. I have to watch my child. I'm a strong dad. I'm a strong parent. He has a strong family. His mother's, you know, of course we're not we're not together, but she's a strong mother, and my wife has been a strong mother to him. And um, his uh, stepdad is, you know, we're all involved in his life, so we we try to watch everything he does. And I know there's a lot of kids out there that don't have that right. um, luxury, and I want people out there, you know, like when I grew up, if you're a single mother and you have a child this is coming from a child that was raised with a single mother is you need to pay attention to your child do not pay attention to the guys and you know what i mean and trying to find a new husband or trying to find your son or your daughter a new daddy um that thing will that will come in time and it will come in you know what i mean you don't need to search those things out um 
my stepdad now that's been in my life since I was probably about 13 has been, uh, you know, wonderful. But from about the age of two to 13, I didn't have a dad. So, but my mother concentrated and focused on her and me and growing our relationships and raising me and doing the best she could. So if you're a single mother out there, focus on you, focus on your child or your children and focus on what they're doing, raise them and in time, things will come together naturally. And she just happened to meet my dad by mistake, you know, and, and they've been together ever since. Of course, I'm 43 now, so <laughs> I don't want to tell my age too much. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, I went to school with, with Jason over here. Um, I think you were a year older than me. Yeah. And I was a little shit, and I think he was too. So. <laughs> was. Uh, but, yeah, so as a single single mother or single, even a single dad out there you know you, you really need to focus on you and your kids and not worry about finding that relationship it, it will come to you in time because you seem to always end up in the wrong relationship when you're dead set on finding you know your a, a loved one you know to share your life with absolutely um, yeah, I always refer to it. It's kind of like a like a gang. People want to be a part of a gang for the family thing, and that's mm-hmm. what we groom in. Same thing, you know. They a trafficker, the average is like early twenties, you know, and then it's a guy that dresses nice and shows love interests or female as well. But it's it's a whole new. It's not stranger danger, you know. And they build an actual rom. I don't want to call it romance, but relationships, yeah, relationship. I mean, build rapport with the yes, with the, the big that ones. trust, that yeah. trust, that 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 connection. Um, and, and then that helps silence the child because then the child doesn't want to say anything because they don't want the relationship to break up or whatever the situation is. Um, and that's what Reynolds is talking about, what clothes they wear and stuff like mm-hmm. that, too. You know, if your child starts getting new presents or has new clothes or new gifts or they remove themselves, you know, if they're online and they change the screen or whatever. I mean, those are all things to watch, you know. And we have stuff online as well that we, you know, we help educate families and stuff. But it's just, it's like a courting. I hate to even use that, but it, it is. I mean, that's really, it's it's a sick relationship. And now they're, they're you know, you go into these apps, you go into this grooming. They're not only... You're not only needing to worry about people that are local or in your area that, you know, but you have to worry about that person that's online. You know, I think there was a case and we don't want to bring it all up, yeah. but the Discord app, mm-hmm. um, the Discord app, young lady was, um, she was uh, groomed for a couple of years on that Discord mm-hmm. app and people are going, what's a Discord app? Well, I barely found out what a Discord app is, mm-hmm. um, but she was apparently being groomed because there's really no way to track who is doing what on Discord. Is that correct? You know how she got associated with Discord? Hmm. It's through school. Yeah, school. That's why I was fixing to say. We've been working. School. School. Um, So, yeah, through school is a school assignment, I believe. And next thing you know, several years later, and then she's gone. She returns of age, you know, and you can't do anything about it. And that's what's... But, yeah, it was a school... I I was blown away. I didn't... I had an encounter with... uh, was it Omegle, I believe, out of Lubbock, mm-hmm. um, where the girl had a, she had a fetish to be kidnapped and raped. And it was my, one of my first, you know, out of town cases we were working. And next thing you know, we finally got the PD's attention. And um, it wasn't just a runaway case, typical runaway, you know, where a juvenile's mad at a parent or something like that. And yeah. You know, next thing you know, they, they started tracking and stuff. And then FBI kicked in the door in Michigan. And, it, and she was with an adult male there. Uh, he had taken her from, you know, Lubbock, Texas, all the way to Michigan. 
and um, they were able to recover her and I think the guy's life in prison now but I mean those apps they're, they're always I can tell you more about the app stuff they're always changing I mean and he's, he knows obviously working with, you know head of cyber crimes for so long but it's hard to go oh just watch out for snap or just I mean yeah we, we, we use one platform and obviously I'm not gonna tell you what platform yeah. we use but to catch predators but it's just one platform and it's a basic one I couldn't imagine you we, know if we had enough now you this is yeah. your basic one I'm where everybody is in it we operate in there. In we that, haven't even got into. We don't have the manpower. We got a large team now, but we don't have the manpower to open up another social media era, platform, uh, platform and, and work in it. Wow! And it, like I said, we'll hit. It's basic enough. That, now yeah. y'all are a nonprofit. We are. Y'all are a nonprofit, so people can donate to preying on predators. Uh, it's called POP. Y'all yeah. have Facebook pages. Y'all are in how many cities right now? Uh, right now, currently, we're in Abilene. We were in five. Uh, we're building that back up. So okay. uh, we're going to release some more information, some more news and days to come. But yeah. we're building it um, back. We're still in the other cities, uh, but... Not as heavy. Not as heavy because uh, what what they saw was your founders got attacked by, by local law enforcement. And so they got scared. They're like, well, we want to help kids, but we don't want to... We don't want to be a target either. So, how do people help you? Do they do they reach out? I mean, they can donate yeah. to your page. They can. You have a website, preying on predators. Um, they can go to your website. They can donate. They can help y'all build a better better team yeah. and get y'all some more funding to be able to help. Right now, y'all y'all have a pretty much hundred percent find rate, correct? Yes. yes uh, what we do is different than everybody else. Uh, you'll see a lot of organizations. I did not know this until uh, I was told by the DA himself that we are a competing interest with his um, nonprofit, which is the Regional Victims Crisis Center. Mm. We didn't know that they they considered each other competing. And I was like, I asked him, what does that mean? What is the the competition here? Funding. We didn't know about funding, right, and getting grants. We we weren't even, we we never considered this. We never got a grant. We have never. So y'all, y'all operating on pure donations. <laughs> pure donations. From we, the we haven't done person. an interview together in a long time, and, and that's why I mean we've lost our offices. We lost everything that we've had. We're mobile now um, because of harassment we've taken, and um, you know we do this for free. Our services are free, but man, damn, gas is expensive. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, we can thank Biden for that one. <laughs> yeah, yep. <laughs> but just that. I mean, all our guys, but, all our stuff is. Well, it's it's laughable if people knew how we locate people. You know what I mean? Like there, we don't have a secret sauce. It's just we bust our ass every day, you know, until we find. And, and we do have a hundred percent recovery rate. We're grateful for that. And there's nothing against local law enforcement. They don't have the resources. Yes, that, that's the thing is they and, don't have the resources and, and, to, to to put on this. We're not anti law enforcement at all. Hell, I'm retired law enforcement. I just yeah. don't like a few well, of them. It, cost, <laughs> it, but, it, it costs a ton of money to for overtime, yes. things like that. It's costing taxpayer money, and then individuals like that, like y'all, that do it for free and on donations to keep your business running. It's not costing taxpayer, you know, nothing, money. Nothing it's co- it's costing, you know, donations. And when you find a child, you locate, you contact local. Police department. We do. We we try, we try to work well with them. You know, and we let them know. We run cams. We do everything's by the book. When we locate, you know, we identify, and that, we only take cases that if they're local or if they're registered as a missing person. You know, we don't yeah. take them. We make them like, hey, no, we're, you got to go through law enforcement. through law enforcement first before we'll get involved. 
and then once they get them registered as a, as a uh, they have to miss away missing kid. We get tagged all over the country now, um, and it's hard to say no to those cases. But yeah. the family has to request our help. You know, people tag us all. I mean, every day we're getting tagged all over the country. But um, the family has to to request our help, and then basically we start working with those guys, and um, then you know we go to work. Our team does, and so. And that's our, our guys are they're amazing, you know. I mean, they put in a ton of work, and we're grateful for the team that we have. But we love to be in every city, you know. We had we do have other law enforcement that call and ask our help in different cases. But I just added this last week, and uh, we love we are pro. Uh, I'm a former reserve deputy, and I mean, we are pro law enforcement. It's just um, there are some bad apples like anything, you know, and and we'll address those days ahead. But um, we're just trying to. It's all about the kids, and honestly, you know, Hack and I've had a long discussion. We don't care who finds them. As long as they're found. Yeah, as long as they're found. Hell, we want APD to go find them. Yeah. We don't care who gets the credit. We'll yeah. give you the credit. Just, yeah, just get these kids yeah. found. Just get them. And, and I know that you. we talked a little bit about hub stations being, you know, the, the main hub stations being in Houston and uh, Miami, correct? It's, yes. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Being trafficked out of, out of the um, country. So these groomers are grooming now, grooming these kids for even online sometimes two and three years and as soon as they turn 18 your your child is leaving to, to go be with their online love that they've been fell in love when they were 15 years old that they don't know any difference and what they're being led into is a trap am i correct is is they're, they're being led into yeah. a trap so it's almost like it's a business and looking at it as a business standpoint these people are putting in, you know, these individuals are putting in two and three years worth of their time, which is an investment. So when these boys and girls turn 18, they can get them to fly and then they sell them off somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a $250 so, billion dollar industry a year. Yeah. So, you know so, I mean? so it's, it's crazy. so their, their, their time is being invested. Is, is, is there, is there investment into this? Yeah. And they're running it as, as a business and they're, auctioning these kids off yeah, when right. they turn 18. We worked cases here where we're grateful we covered them, but I mean, that's exactly what was happening. So, they think door number one is fine, you know, they'll go do drugs or whatever. They think they're with the love of their life. Door number two is where they're gone, you know, yeah. and it happens that quick. There's stats that if you don't recover a child within, you know, 48 hours, there's one in three chance they're going to be gone. And that's why it's so important to, to catch I mean, to watch them. the kids, you know, and, and don't, is there a time limit they have to wait for kids? They can immediately. They immediate. Know. That's one thing I think it's a misconception that most people think you have to wait like 24 hours to report it. As long as they notice their child's gone, they can go and immediately and report it. You know, but then when they so, turn 18. That's a whole different. That's a whole no, different ball. But these I mean, are still babies. I yeah. mean, these are still babies. At 18, yeah. I mean, we're all in our 40s. Yeah. I mean, these are babies. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're taking these, you know, I've got a couple of kids. Of course, you know, they're over, you know, over 20. But they're my stepsons. But. Um, I've got one that's coming up. I mean, he's still a baby. Yeah. I mean, he's only thirteen, but here in a, you know a few years, he's going to be eighteen. They're still babies. Yeah. Yes, and there's your babies. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're you know they're parents, and when they take them like that, there's nothing you can do. There's so not. you really got to watch and pre-watch and make sure that you stay on top of your kids when they're younger because Absolutely. you don't want them catching a plane ticket to another country. Yeah, right. That one that that one case we're talking about. He flat out told them, you know, for you know, I'll, I'll, I'll have her one day, and you know, four years later, bam, you know what I mean? And it's just 
these guys are like I said it's a, I, I don't do well with predators <laughs> at all yeah. Hack does better you know with engaging them and stuff but I, I don't but it, I heard it, you're it, like the champ <laughs> you can talk them into a confession <laughs> he, he don't talk them into it they I just mean, he gets them they, they will tell you the truth if you're, if you're patient enough yeah if you're patient enough with them they will tell you the truth wow I heard you're a pro at that, so that's good. (laughs) (laughs) Several confessions. Um, Yeah, that 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 we posted some. You know, that was a friend of mine, and um, I posted a lot of social media posts for, and it it really. And then when they found where you know she had went, um, I took some of the post social media because I didn't want it to disturb the. interrupt the investigation and of course yeah. we I know there's a lot more depth goes into that but we we yanked the post social media post down so yeah. once she found out she's not missing anyone yeah and that's us too you know I mean and it's, it's our team is working a lot behind the scene and um, you know she's not missing and it's hard once you get yeah. to another come once your child's into another country and they're 18 years old and it, it's a hard it's a hard play to get them back absolutely I mean, because you have to play by their rules. Yes. Their rules, because you can get yourself over into that other country not knowing the language, not knowing the laws, not knowing anything about it, and try to retrieve your 18-year-old child and go to jail. Exactly, in another country. So We're going to take a quick break real quick. Um, We'll be right back. Roasted in Texas by Texans. JM4 Tactical Coffee, changing the way you start your day. Uh, the kid in Brazil, I mean, she's gonna, she's gonna have to uh, have some hard choices to make, and may, early on, if she makes the right ones, she's not doing good so far. But you know, what if she makes the right ones over there? She'd get help there. Yeah. But like you said about the parents going over there, not yeah. speaking the language and all that, she's in the same boat. And yeah. so this guy that she's with, that's that's her her guide. Mm-hmm. You know, he will pretty much once they get them on their home turf, it's over. Yeah, you know, it's over. There's no going to the embassy trying to get help. Nothing ra- like that. It would be rare for her to snap to this and get help. Wow. That that goes into the grooming thing. That mm-hmm. goes into the whole grooming thing and. and, and these predators working your child for a couple of years and then taking them. Um, I don't know how old this individual was or is uh, that ended up grooming her, but you know, we had, I know there was, uh, there's several cases. Every time I turn on the news here, there's there's, there's predators. And every time you, you watch, you know, TV or you see Facebook or you see something, there's always, and you're thinking there's, only a small percentage actually being caught. How many are actually really out there? Exactly. How many are actually, you know, out there listening and, and working and, and working their next child or working five or six kids to see which one they can get? Yeah. Only I think it's one percent of trafficking victims are recovered. Yep. One percent. One percent. And we That's have horrible. we have shirts that say that you know POP is trying to change that, and we are. You know, I, we've we talk about trafficking cases all over the country. It happens here. You know, on one of the cases that we worked, she was 16, and um, it was one of our first ones, I think, that we worked as POP. Mm-hmm. And um, she was told by a cousin from out of town, hey, go call this number. This is your biological grandma. Her dad, biological dad, is in prison. 
she calls this number and that was grandma but that was grandma of the apartment where they were housing girls and um our lucky our team was able to you know recover her um but that was that was across from a church man i passed her for 20 years and uh, and uh you know i'm grateful for our team to to be able to do that and get her out but I was right here in, you know, in my city. I, I was, I wasn't born here, but I lived here all my life. And, and um, so we had that, you know, and it's just, she, her eyes were just, she got mad and she wanted to go, honestly, she wanted to go smoke weed with one of her friends. And then next thing you know, she ends up in this apartment and um, we're, we're grateful we got her out. But next thing you know, she would have been Metroplex or San Antonio, Houston, yeah. wherever. And then on her way, she had no idea. But they call it, they had a grandma and grandpa of the apartment. It wasn't her blood. So well, they yeah. basically take your runaways and then basically have sex and collect money off of them. Yeah, that's horrible. I know that I, I talk. Our border crossing is a big issue, yeah. of course. I know with sex trafficking and yeah. trafficking, it's it's not all about child trafficking. It's sex trafficking yeah. at this point, and it's um, because I mean, you, even those kids are eighteen and nineteen, they're still kids, right. and I consider them kids, but. We have a big problem on our border with that of, of crossing and, and sex trafficking. And I want to say I talked to um, uh, Martinez, Weston Martinez, last week, and we talked a lot about them making billions of dollars a week or million, millions of dollars a week. I think it was like $28 million a day or something like that or a week right. on sex trafficking across our border. Yeah, yeah, it happens everywhere. Like I said, it's so important to educate your kids locally. Because I got, I told that girl when we recovered her, I said, you know, you look at your parents and you tell with them you're mad. And then next thing you know, you could have never saw them again, you know. And just because you're mad or upset and they wouldn't let you do anything, do whatever, and then you take off and then boom, you're gone. I mean, you could literally just walk across our border yeah. down here. Um, so to take a child from like Abilene, it'd be four and a half hours, yeah. five hours, they'd be across the border. Before they're even reported. Yeah, before yeah. before they are even realize that they're gone. I mean, they, they could be, you know, one day that they go meet up with somebody that they thought online and they skipped a day of school. Right. Well, by, you know, if that was 9 o'clock in the morning, by 3.30, when you realize, where's yeah. you know, where's my kid? You start calling the school. You start looking around the yep. school. Maybe they missed the bus. Now you're driving around and, and they're uh, gone. Yeah, you got a delay there where you yeah. don't want to call the police and make a scene that your child is missing and, it's, and they're on the road. Well, you know. But that's that's a small percentage. Where sometimes in Abilene, because the kids just being a shithead and running over here, and yeah. running over there. I mean, and, it, and it, them being so you, teenagers, you so don't you know wanna, if your kids in trouble or not. Yeah. So it, it's it's a teenager thing. That's like, is it just being a teenager? Did they go to a friend's house? There's a lot of doubt that you really don't want to get the police involved. Right. But it could be that they're actually gone. Well, and that's why it's important to contact like us. You know, we're able to cipher through and see if it's yeah. just a typical runaway case or if they're if truly being trafficked, you know. Or if they're just, yeah. Usually we, we're pretty good at getting in touch with the kids themselves. And getting out there. I know if something happened to my child, y'all would be the first ones I'd call. Shit, um, I, I know that 100%. I talked to, you know, the you know the person we all know. Yeah. And when I talked to them, that's what I told her. Yeah. And she replied back she's like i've already contacted yeah <laughs> i was like it's a good okay thing. good great because that would be the first ones i would call because you know there, there's always been that one or two times in our life that we've had our kids kind of sure. just you know where's my kid right you know whether we're at a mall or whatever but one time it actually happened to us me and my wife you know it was when my son was probably three 
and she went to go to his room and he wasn't in his room he was three and she starts freaking out she's like where's he at so we start looking through all the house i mean we're looking in closets we're looking in i mean and we probably spent 15 20 minutes doing that looking you know everywhere where do you, where could he have gone we just woke up i mean he was in his bed last night right and all the doors and windows are locked where you know he's still got to be in this house he ended up getting a blanket and i looked under that bed at least three times crawling all the way up against that wall and our headrest covered with a blanket so when I look, all I see was a blanket. I didn't see him. <laughs> but it's still a scare. Yeah. You know, I mean, your three-year-old, like, he just don't disappear. Right. I mean, and that show that, that you know, that, that used disappearance or whatever, that show that used to go, used to the episodes, we used to watch it. I was like, oh, my God, this is something going on. <laughs> my kid just vanished. Yeah. But he was ended up, but it, there was a delay of me wanting to call the police because I'm like, I don't want to bother them. But I know he's got to be in this house. I don't want to bother them with right. this. Mm-hmm. Well, we in today's society, it's, I mean, we had one working, I think it was out of Odessa recently, where the guy took the car, the kid took the parent's car, you know, and if they can drive, it's a whole different. We had, how long, three weeks ago? They had driven from here to Dallas on their way back, and we were able to intercept them, you know, 45 minutes, hour away. Yeah, a couple through what, Breckenridge? Yeah. And we were looking for two. We ended up finding four at the time, you know. Yeah. But it's a crazy story. And we're grateful for the help of law enforcement there. But we drove right by. We had called it in, you know. <laughs> we drove right by, you know, law enforcement. And uh, we had to, you know, make contact with them again. They were able to, to pull over the car. But, I mean, the kid's 16 years old and, you know, has his own car, you know. and took, But little did we know there's three other runaways there in the, in the car as well. Wow. We, were, we were looking for two, and we found four. And that was just a couple weeks ago. So, it, like I said, it's uh, what Hacks mentioned about it's a relationship. You know, make sure you have a great relationship with your kids. But I would always say we, we make posts all the time. And just because your kid runs away doesn't mean you're a bad parent. Either, no. You know, or they're a bad kid. No. You know, I mean, it's just it's an issue yeah. that needs to be resolved. And, and you need to sit down and talk about it and absolutely. resolve these issues. And it's growing pains. You know, yeah. and a lot of times it's just growing pains. There's nothing major. But the parent refuses to budge and the kid doesn't know what else to do. Yeah. We have, we have had instances, several, that we've removed, we've had kids removed because they're in a bad environment. You know, there are those situations where we got to step in and then CPS is involved and law enforcement, whatever. And um, But nine times out of ten, you know, and that's where we're about helping the kids first, period. And that's where I think we have great success is that we talk, the kids are able to talk to us. I mean, they can talk to the, how many kids we found now? 78, I think, 80 kids that we found. We're all, we're advocate for the Was kids. double digits? It's 78. Not single digits, right? No. Okay. Uh, well, I, I've seen I've seen on a show the other day, and I was watching, is there was a guy, um, I think it was actually he was, um, it, it had nothing to do with sex or anything or, or trafficking. It had to do with like he was cheating on his wife or something like that. But he had installed an app that looked like a calculator. Yeah, yeah. had all <laughs> that had all the pictures and all the, yeah. all the stuff inside this app that was disguised as a calculator on your phone. Yeah. So, and I, I was thinking, you know, that I, I need to start checking every app on my kid's phone Absolutely. to make sure that it's the correct app. He could. Uh, what about on um, on Snapchat? The my eyes thing. Yes, my eyes only. Yes, where there's another now. Snapchat's pretty private as it is. Mm-hmm. Then there's another folder you can create called My Eyes Only that has a different password to get into <laughs> where they keep all the dirty stuff. 
So real, I, I real dirty about that. And you can log into that. And how do you get to that from the Snapchat? It's it's right there. Once you create it, it becomes a folder next to your your photo album. Like, and it's called for my eyes only. And it's uh-huh. in Snap. It's embedded in Snapchat. So it's actually in your pictures. Yeah, when you it's in the pictures of uh, Snapchat. Okay, in the it's pictures. It's been a long time since I've been on Snapchat. So. <laughs> All right, try <laughs> fix the pull this up because I want to see this. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I don't do the whole Snapchat thing. Uh, but there's all kinds of things like I, I, hell, I didn't even know about it, and he was telling me about it. Um, Let me see. I, I don't do the whole Snapchat thing, but I do have it installed on my phone. So of course you got me with my little goatee okay. here. So where, where's it at on this? It's been a long <laughs> time. Wait, I think we hit the photos. See, there it is. It's all the way to the right. It says my eyes only. Oh. <laughs> okay. So what you do is, I don't know if the camera, but what you do is you kind of go into, um, I'm not. Got to click the photos next to the circle. Right right here. Wait a minute. Right here? Okay. Yeah, okay. Right there. Okay. So then you go over to my eyes only, and you have to, see, I don't even have mine set up. You gotta have a password to get in there or set it up first. Um, so then you have to set it up, or if it's set up, of course it's not gonna say set up, but it, you'll have to have a password to get into that. Yeah. Okay, so we, we um, so look for calcul- apps that look like calculators that aren't calculators. <laughs> look for miles only on the Snap. Snapchat. Yeah. Thank you, because I'm gonna check that when I get home. Because <laughs> <clears throat> that's one of the minimum things I let my son do is, but. I go through all his friends list and I go through his messages and it's like constantly, but I'm going to check that. I won't let him have Facebook. I don't let him have, um, uh, Twitter, tick. I let him on TikTok because I'm on TikTok because he follows me, but I always go into his TikTok and I look at his followers. Um, and I look at who he's following. Of course he's following, you know, um, a bunch of kids from school, things right. like that. And I'm always asking, who's this? Who's this? Right. Who's this? Who's this? Um, and he tells me, and then, but it doesn't look abnormal. I check his messages, you know, of course, on TikTok. Right. I'm always checking his stuff. And I'll randomly do it. I'll just go in his room, and I'll pick up his phone and be like, open your phone up. Yeah. No, that's good. That's, you know, I'm not going to ask him, hey, bring, uh, open your phone up, bring it to me. I'm not going to give him time to delete anything. <laughs> right. Open your phone up. But... I'm going to start checking. I'm, I'm going to check that. And I'm going to check the um, the calculators and stuff like There's that. There's all kinds of apps like the calculator app. Yeah. You can, wow. just, you can actually Google how to hide stuff, and it'll give you a list of stuff. Wow. Yeah, it's scary. So, it really is. As parents out there, you need to really go into depth on your child's phone. Yeah. And definitely check out that Snapchat for that eyes only, because if his is locked, I'm going to be like, son, <laughs> standing line, right there. I got You're you. going to see something you don't want to see. If you better it. open it up now. <laughs> I got you. Because I want to know what is in this folder. You know, we um, get these child porn cases referred to us through Nick Mick, and uh, there was some horrific shit stuff that I've seen, but there was some of the teenagers would get caught with child porn, and we don't know it's a teenager. We just know it's at this IP address, yeah. which is, this is this house, this is your address, your IP address is connected to your house. We know it's someone, so we don't know if it's a parent or the kid. No oh, crap. And That's... man, I'm, I mean, we gotta, you know, as you do this, you get pretty good at it. And I went to this one lady's house and she was on the road and daughter went to a school here in town. I was like, hey man, is your kid with you? know, I need you to, I wanna talk to you about your kid. Oh great, she's right here with me. 
okay, this is going to be bad. Okay, we start talking, and she says, yeah, she's been sending these nude images to this boy. I caught her, da-da-da, or sexting. And so I said, all right, well, she's there's a lot of child porn going around. Yeah. She's sending out a lot of photos. Well, I've searched her phone. It's nothing on there. And so I said, hey, whatever your name is, you know, do you have Snapchat? Yes. Mom, open it up. Is there my eyes only? Yes. Yeah, right there on the road, mom pulled over, opened it up, full of images. Holy crap! But that's what oh. that's where the kids hide those at. Okay, so that that's that's a definitely good learning point right there. From from that is we need to check our kids. That's the first thing I'm going to do. In fact, I don't even want this posted <laughs> after my kid gets out of school because he'll listen to it, and I'm going to hit him as soon as I'm going to be like at the house, be like, "Okay, son, as soon as you walk in the door, where's your phone?" Um, that, that's a good one. Yeah, we'll, we'll get this one posted. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you just kind of—it's all about relationship too. And man, yeah, I, I would talk. To, I talked to my eleven-year-old. And like I wear her out about predators. She's like, I know, Dad. I know, and I know what you do. But I think just having that constant communication, you know, and just having that rapport with your kids and be able to say, you know, like this is real and it happens. And sadly enough. We have a lot of people that support what we do, um, you know, encouragement, and, and we're great for all the people. We, I don't want to call them fans, followers, whatever you want to do, that share our posts. Yes. I mean, that's supporters, because uh, that we get a lot of leads from that, and that's so important. And I'd also, you know, to take your platform and be able to use it to where I would say, man, thank you for, for sharing those missing kid posters because they help you know not just ours i mean we're taking Everywhere. stuff from but that's so important you know we share Sharing so much stuff. shit on facebook that's where we get the information yeah. from we get a lot and a lot of it comes through these posts yeah. people sharing i mean the sharing is a big deal I mean, well i like i mean I, I don't know if it helped but uh, yeah. i took those down because like i said i took those down because i didn't want to hurt her case yeah. or hurt her no in that incident it's it's different you know yeah. but the, the ones we post are 100 yeah. legit and they were just verified and you know what i mean and we're very careful we get a involved in like what was the one in Dallas the we don't really take adult cases but it we got they got we got called for help it was real quick had an abusive boyfriend now she's missing it's out of Fort Worth yeah and I was like no we're not working that because law enforcement's already already know that they're gonna be working it and sure mm-hmm. we confirmed law enforcement definitely was working it and turned out to be a homicide just recently mm-hmm. I mean it's just one of those things abusive relationship now she's missing I've heard this story before I've watched it unfold yes, right here because both of you are, are, yeah. are, are former police officers yeah, so we've seen, we know that so y'all know what's going on and um, we don't we don't mess with you know if law enforcement's doing their job great you know, we want them to do their job let us know if you need something yeah yeah. if and you need extra bodies to go search these 10 houses that are low percentage <laughs> uh, places just to mark them off your list we will go do that for you yeah and it should work hand in hand obviously it doesn't work every city but you know we're, we are great for those that do work with us and um, you know we hope we build that relationship better And but our results yeah I mean we felt we've caught 32 predators and uh, we've located 78 children 78 children and here's the thing man like go back to this competitor thing with these these uh, non-profits here in Abilene mm-hmm. I swear I did not know that there was competition and that there shouldn't be competition when it comes to finding a child there should never be competition it shouldn't be like i'm going to be the first one to find this child no Mm -hmm. whoever finds that child first great great but everybody's working together because we should all be working together it's not this isn't this finding children 
shouldn't be like sex trafficking a business. Yeah. No. Finding children should not be a business. I understand people have to pay their bills. They've got to pay their gas. They've yeah. got to pay for hotels. they got to pay, you know what I mean? They've got to pay their bills, especially like y'all two. Y'all yeah. do this pretty much full time. So you've got to pay your home, your mortgage, mm-hmm. things like that. So it's really, it shouldn't still be a competition because you're nonprofit. You're trying to do what's best for the child. And everybody should work together finding that child. Yeah, we, we don't talk about that at all. I mean, we, ha- we haven't talked publicly that we lost our offices this year. We haven't yeah. talked, you know, my house was a month away from going to foreclosure. I mean, I was able to sell it. You know, we don't talk about those struggles about us because it's about the kids. But um, it's real, you know, and, and we I know it hacks hard. And I wish we could help every case in the country, you know, mm-hmm. but it's hard a lot of times. And, and like I said, we just want to help any way possible. Um, we had we had one a week ago or two weeks ago where we were on running surveillance and we had the track on the kids and all of a sudden APD swoops in and, you know, gets them right then. We're watching it and we're grateful for that. You know, yeah. we just want the kids recovered because we know what can happen on door number two. You know what I mean? And it's it's real but life. Need, yeah, but you got this grant money coming in. Yeah. These organizations are yeah. taking all this grant money. And I, I've talked to two of them. But you y'all, y'all are one hundred percent donated. Y'all, yes. <laughs> but I to be honest people. with you, there's not. There's <laughs> we got zero money. We got no money. <laughs> no <laughs> money. We're broke. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's but, no funny. But they got this funding coming in, and um, one of them said they lo- they helped they helped seven trafficking victims this year. Seven. And y'all have helped seventy eight. Like, missing kids. Yeah. yeah missing some of them kids. were trafficking, but we don't know what these missing kids are going to be trafficked, and we don't know if they're not. Yeah. We don't know if they're just going to be sexually assaulted. We don't know any of this. Mm-hmm. We're trying to prevent it from happening. But most, unfortunately, a lot of our cases, the kids have been sexually assaulted once we look at them. Wow. Yeah. Or it comes back to us that, hey, they were out doing this. Yeah. We had one that a year ago um, where a guy, a 20-year-old uh, drug dealer, had a 15-year-old in, in the hotel, motel for five days, you know, and that he just got arrested just recently. You can see it on our Facebook page, but it was a year, you know. I, we she confessed to us what happened, and it's fifteen year old child, you know. So you just you never know, and it ha- and I just want to be. It happens in our city. It happens, you know, all across the country. So, well, let's take a quick break again. Roasted in Texas by Texans, a two A company, JM Four Tactical Coffee, changing the way you start your day. I really appreciate y'all coming on today. I really do. Um, I would love to have y'all on again um, and talk some more about this and see what we can do as parents to help y'all. As a community, um, if you're listening out there, these guys, you know, going to Praying on Predators, P.O.P. Uh, website, and that's um, donate to them, help them out. Let's find, help them find some more children. That's our goal here. Absolutely. It, it's We should be helping these guys help the community as much as possible and i really appreciate y'all coming on here uh, y'all have y'all's website what y'all's yeah, it's pretty on predators.com praying on predators. Yeah, and also we have facebook do you have instagram <laughs> no instagram is uh they pro, us. Pro <laughs> instagram banned us no so. doubt <laughs> yeah wow. uh, but yeah. we do have a facebook we have a large following on facebook um you know it's called operation praying on predators on on facebook um, our website's praying on predators.com and so like i said you know, we appreciate donations, but just share our posts too. That helps. Okay. It goes a long, long way. And helping get the kids back. Yeah. yeah. Which is our the number one priority. And if you hear something, you know, um, you know, let us know. And we are taking, we don't take too many cases in different places. Um, I'm in a different city a lot of times now. 
I'm not, I'm not going to give that city up yet. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, they have, during harassment, they will call the cities we go to and just do their best to deter us from going there. Yeah, yeah. but we're all about, like, we are pro-law enforcement, we're, but we're definitely pro-kids. You know, we want yeah, the number kids. one. It's all about number the kids, one. and we just want any child to be returned home. And now, what the, now, what the community can do as a whole, mm-hmm. and, I'm, and this is from my experience, and this is from private conversations or public conversations, as citizens, it is your duty to not let these offenders get away. The case that we talked about earlier mm-hmm. with the, the filming the kids, not one outcry. No one knew. Yeah, we, that wasn't even in the news. Nope, we got him through child porn. Yeah. We tracked him through child porn and then uncovered the fact that he was offending the kids and filming them. Yeah, well, see, I, I didn't even, I never even seen that on the news. Uh, um, and that's what kind of shocked me as I learned it from someone else. And I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah, child porn is uh, is the gateway. It's going to, those, 85% of people who look at child pornography are offending on a child. Wow. That's a large number. Yeah, it uh, is. So you get, make sure you got officials, well, do your jury duty, and make sure you got officials who are going to be tough on, on pedophiles. And let's, let's, yeah. As far as local law enforcement goes, just contact your uh, city council and ask that more efforts be put into child crimes. Right now in Abilene, Texas, there are over 14, between street crimes and property crimes, 14 to 15 detectives assigned to work in property. A hammer got stolen. Your lawnmower got stolen out of the uh, shed. So how many's working in child trafficking and child abuse crimes? Three in cyber, four in special victims. So we have more working in property than we do Double. Wow. Yeah. Uh, that's got to change. Yes. I mean, you, sit, that is up to you citizens. That's up the to citizens. Us citizens. <laughs> Please contact your city council and ask for more law enforcement in the child crimes area. All right. Well, I appreciate y'all coming on. Check us out at jm4tactical.com. Also, if you want to donate, go to Operation Praying on Predators. Um, make sure you check us out for all our holster needs, and we have some badass coffee also. And we're true to a company. Thanks for watching, or thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah.